This show contains four-letter words and adult situations. But what did you expect? It's called Now That I'm Older. No, dude, wildlife just lands there. They're geese. They fly. They don't follow laws. They're renegades. Uh, they've given me this horse. Like, they, There's always that one horse that's like just about to die. <laughs> <laughs> and so you, are like, you saying you got the senior citizen horse? I did. When did you have cauliflower buffalo? I just wings? saw him on the on the on Facebook and immediately got angry. Sorry about my shit intro. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Now That I'm Older with Shane Smith and Ken Baldwin. AKA KB Paperstacks, AKA Baldwin Escobar, AKA Danger Zone, AKA Vanilla Thriller, and AKA MC Killer B. No one calls you any of that. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Now That I'm Older. This week we're doing another episode where we're doing a rerun show, kind of where we're bringing back a few of the clips that are kind of awesome that we've gone through over the past couple of years. One where Kenny's talking about sleeping with a stripper and one where he's kind of talking about the anti-Aquaman. So there's a lot of crazy stuff going on, but I wanted to give you guys an update of why we're doing a rerun episode this week. See, me and my wife are still working on selling our house. We just got to the point where we got the entire house clean. We just got pictures taken and we are getting ready to put the house on the market and have our first open house this weekend. But because we're doing that, my little brother came over, Stephen, and he was telling me a story the other day that I wanted to share with you guys. And he told me about a time that he went out with my dad. He was about five years old and he's riding in my dad's truck with him and they run up on a deer in the middle of the night and hit it. Now, my brother's five years old. He's never even been close to a deer yet. And he goes, oh, my God, what's wrong with the deer, Daddy? Let's go see what's wrong with it. And him and my dad get out of the car and they go to the front. And the deer is bleeding everywhere. And my dad knows what's going on. And my little brother's just like, oh, my God, we got to find somebody to heal this deer. We got to find somebody to fix this deer. My little brother's looking at me with so much intense emotion. And my little brother is my height. He's about three inches shorter than me, but he's covered in tattoos. He's got this huge beard, long hair, but he's just going back to this five-year-old place. And he's thinking about how he saw this deer. And he's like, Daddy, we got to find somebody to heal this deer. And my dad goes, you're right, boy. We got to find somebody to take care of this deer. So he says, follow me, boy. And they walk up to this neighbor's house just a little bit away from where the deer had gotten hit. And dad walks up. He says, you wait here. He makes Stephen wait at the bottom of the porch and he goes up and he sees my dad talking to the guy at the porch and he's thinking he's talking to this neighbor guy going, hey, we got to find a way to get somebody out here to heal this deer. We got to get a vet out here. My son's out here. It's going to be a magical miracle. He's going to be out here and see this thing happen. And my little brother's telling me about it. He's like, man, I'm thinking dad is going to get this taken care of and he's going to be my hero. We're going to fix this deer. Suddenly the neighbor walks out and they walk out together and Stephen doesn't notice anything amiss. He just walks out together with them. The neighbor's got a coat on and everything like that. And they get back out to the deer. And my dad goes, Stevie, why don't you go ahead and climb back in the truck right there and go ahead and have a seat. Now I'd heard this story before. My wife had not heard it at all. And she's looking at him intently going, huh, I wonder what's going on. He says, Steve, you go in there and have a seat. My little brother goes, no, I've never seen a deer. I want to see this guy heal the deer. He goes, no, 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 Stevie, you need to sit in the truck. You need to sit in the truck right now. And my, my little brother goes, no, I don't want to sit in the truck. My dad goes, go sit in the truck right now. And he started getting like intense with my little brother. So they walk to the front of the truck. My little brother goes and hits, sits in the cab, but he starts sticking his head out where he can see. And suddenly the neighbor whips out a pistol and goes, bow, right in the deer's head. And it was that moment 
that my little brother's five-year-old self, like the innocence was shattered for him. The idea that they were going to heal this deer and bring it back to life was amazing to him. And in that moment, he realized that this is not a fucking fairy tale. This is real life. And this deer had to die because nobody could bring it back to life. So with that being said, we're going to jump straight into the show, guys. I hope you enjoyed this week. I am truly hoping this will be the last rerun show that we have. I am set up to record with Kenny this weekend, so hopefully brand new now that I'm older, we'll be back next week, I promise. So with that being said, check out the show, and I hope you guys have a great week. Man, I've got certain information, all right? Certain things have come to light, and you know... Has it ever occurred to you that instead of, uh, you know, running around uh, uh, blaming me, you know, given the nature of all this new shit, you know, this could be a a, a lot more uh, 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 complex. I mean, it's not just it might not be just such a simple, uh, you know, what in God's holy name are you blathering about? Okay. Okay. The recording's on. We're, We're ready. What are we ready for, Kenny? Jack looks comfortable. Yeah, I came into the studio today, uh, did everything I usually do, unpacked my computer, pulled everything out, got the power cord out, put in the mouse, and uh, set my bag in this little chair next to my where I record at. And Kenny's cat decided that my bag is now his pillow. And he's way too fat to be using your bag. <laughs> he's like, no, he he's, basically hangs over the sides of the pillow. Yes, he's the, hanging uh, over, but he's like desperate to make a point. <laughs> so he's staying on this bag. So I want to go back to a point that uh, I've said before that your cat is fat. And then I want to rewind the tape here to hear when you said that your cat is too fat. He's to not sitting on fat. He's too bag. fat for that bag. Yes. Your words were that your cat is fat. And I've said that your cat is fat before. And I feel like now I've painted you into a corner, sir. So, um, so you are pro body shaming. No, I'm not pro body shaming. I'm You're just body shaming your the cat. words. Uh, the cat doesn't have feelings when it comes to his body. I said he was too fat for a specific item. You were saying he was fat in general. Right. Your cat is fat. Either My cat way, is 30 pounds. Your bag is not big enough for a 30-pound animal to use as a bed. He looks pathetic. He's too long. His head and his back feet are hanging off of it. Look at him. <laughs> he's, he's longer than the bag. He's he's literally – it's like if a little kid didn't want his younger brother to get something, but it's way too small for him, but he's refusing to let go. So he puts on the t-shirt that's way too small and it's like basically ripping across his arms and shit. Or like an old, like out, like a costume, like an old Halloween costume that he didn't want to give up. Yeah. It's the exact situation I'm seeing over there with my cat trying his best. He's trying to curl up right now and make this work better because now we've, we've shamed him. Yeah. Well, now that Kenny's uh, body shamed his cat. Yeah. Well, he doesn't care. He's a cat. <laughs> so we, we've talked about your many adventures with nature, um, about how you uh, you kicked a goose at one point. Just came into a goose. area. I did area. not kick a goose. I defended myself successfully against the goose. Let's be honest, dude. You kicked the goose in the chest. If there were charges brought, it would be against the goose. Yeah, okay. He assaulted me. I was just there in my own yard. Yeah, you weren't in your own yard. You went down to some... No, our yard had a lake in it at Ray's house. Yeah, but at Ray's house, the lake wasn't a part. Like, you didn't No, that was on his backyard. He didn't own the lake, sir. Nature owns the lake. It's not his No, it wasn't a real lake. They made the lake when they made the subdivision. But as soon as they put wildlife around it... No, dude, wildlife just lands there. They're geese. They fly. (laughs) They don't follow the laws. They're renegades. Exactly. (laughs) They're renegades. (laughs) 
<laughs> Renegade geese, dude. Okay. So when the geese landed there, though, like that suddenly hey, became man, part of nature. I didn't eat their nature. fucking children like the dogs did. <laughs> I believe you might have walked a dog down there yeah, and dude, walked it over the to their nest. Had the goose been paying attention to his damn nest instead of worrying about me and Chris Strickland trying to smoke mids out in the backyard back when mids were considered good weed? <laughs> <laughs> Like, I was always sneaking off with Chris Strickland so we'd have to smoke swag in the garage. So you're saying that you did not assault a goose? No, I defended myself from a goose attack. So there would have been no countersuit against you. Didn't even hurt, first of all, I didn't hurt the goose. He landed and he walked off fine. <laughs> you know, I just had to front kick him and let him know. In my head, like you fucking super kicked him, sweet chin music It was style more like he shit. tried to fly at me and I literally blocked it. It was more like one of the reversals <laughs> than an attack kick. And he just comes like, okay, this guy's not going to put up with my goose ass shit. So I'm going to go back over here to the pond. So I told a story recently. We used to fish in that pond too. Yeah, I've heard that there was a fish in there. So I told a story recently about they my dad. It. They uh, put him in there. My dad punched a horse in the face, by the way. I bet the horse laughed at him. No, my, he there was the horse was standing on his foot. And um, he was yeah, just, but I'm saying because the horse's skulls are so thick, I bet the horse was lack, lacking impressed. Well, what he told <laughs> me is the horse, like he punched the horse in the face and the horse like shook its head, looked at him. And then took a step back off his foot. And yeah, that's that how your whole... dad tells the story. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it was like 35 minutes of him pushing this horse, hoping it would get off his foot. <laughs> exactly. And the horse laughing at him. First of all, you punch a horse and it's really mad about it. It's just going to bite you. Their teeth are huge. So, <laughs> if I got bit by a horse. horse. Horses bite. You didn't know that? <laughs> yeah, horses will bite the shit out of you. I've never heard of a horse bite. If you anyone. fuck with them. I mean, I was around horses a lot because my aunt used to have a horse. And there's nothing fun about it horse i'm just gonna throw that out there wait a minute how are horses not fun first of all you have to rent the stable they stay in like the stall that one stall and it's expensive and then you have to go clean the fucking thing out yourself even though you're renting it i mean that just seems like a bad business model if i'm no that's how all of them work you have to go and clean it out like two times a week and basically cleaning out means shoveling all the fucking shit out of there and putting new hay in there (laughs) see i don't want to see all right my wife has talked about uh let's go buy a horse farm and we'll we'll have like um, staff to do the horses. Yeah. And I'm like, where's the where's the money for the staff coming from? Okay, because because yeah, where's the money for the horse farm coming from? <laughs> oh, that's fine. We 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 got that taken care of. I mean, seriously, like, where's the staff coming from? Remember that show we were watching earlier where the kid imagined that he was a fighter pilot? Yeah, I think your wife imagined she owned a horse farm. Well, I told her we'll buy a fucking LED screen to put outside the window and horses that, that run by. That sounds so much smarter. Or move next door to a horse farm. Get the horses for fucking free. Horses are tremendous. Tremendous amount of work. And none of those places had staff. So I'm just going to go ahead and let you both know that none of those places had staff. They rent it to you and expect you to take care of it yourself. And if you didn't, eh. oh, and mountains. When I say mountains to an eight-year-old, they were mountains. Mountains of horse shit. <laughs> I've seen horse poop before. <laughs> they pile it up. And it becomes a mountain. And you roll your goddamn little cart to the top of the mountain. You're on top of horse shit. <laughs> And you dump it on the top of the mountain and it grows. And I mean, this happens two or three times a week. Wait a minute. You just dump horse shit on top of horse shit? And it becomes a mountain of horse shit. <laughs> and what do they do? What do they do with this horse shit? Like what once they- or twice a year, a company will come out and buy it for like not a lot of money, but you're basically lucky if they take it for free so you don't have to dispose of it. Let's go they back. They use it for fertilizer. I, let's go back because I missed the detail. Who owned the horse originally? Your aunt? My aunt owned a horse. Her, his name was Pinto. Well, that somebody broke a leg on that one. Yeah, my aunt was very yeah. Good job. <laughs> His name was Mustang or some shit. That was her first horse, and then she got a girl horse. I can't remember that horse's name. The girl horse was a lot nicer. Um, 
I'm still stuck on the fact that they had a, a shit mountain and then people can oh, there were multiple shit mountains. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is off of a uh Smyrna Powder Springs Road, you uh-huh. off Concord. Yeah. And Nickajack Creek Road. On that corner it used to be a horse farm. That's they rented out stalls. That's like the dark underbelly that they don't tell you. Like when you think of a horse farm, you think of like riding horses with like flowing manes. I mean, that part shit. happened too, but riding a horse. But nobody tells you about shit mountain. And riding the horses is not nearly as much fun as you think it is either. No, about an hour on a horse is your uh, is, balls hurt so bad. Your legs hurt. <laughs> you were tired of doing it. The one time me and Nikki, um, a couple years ago for Mother's Day, I got her a weekend in Delonica, and we went horseback riding. And the horse that we were on. Um, they'd given me this horse like they, there's always that one horse that's like just about to die. <laughs> and so you, they call are like, you saying you got the senior citizen horse? I did. The horse named like Rebel or Scout. Yours is named Glue. Or Chief or some <laughs> shit like that. Yeah, here's my, Glue. My name almost. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's what they do with them. They send them to oh, yeah. Factory. They send them to Glue Factory or they turn it into dog food. That's what happened in the in the pig farm or whatever it was called. The book. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, Animal Farm? Yeah, Animal Farm. The communist pigs? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they sent the horse to the farm. Yeah, so we go on this horseback riding trip, and it's like, it, when I read the thing, the original, like, uh, uh, description of it, it was like, you know, a lovely ride through the afternoon, and we're going to go through some trails and shit. This was like a fucking advanced degree horse riding, horse trail. <laughs> like, we were jumping creeks and shit like that. All right, that. lean forward and hold on to the to the thingy majiggy on the that front That is exactly, at one point, yeah, that's we what you do when they jump, you have to lean into it. We were going up a hill at one point where he said, lean forward, because if you don't, you may fall backwards and your horse may fall. Right. I was like, wait a minute. The horse isn't going to fall. He's just going to stand a little bit and send you flying. That's what really happened. Horses rarely fall. What well, was you your citizen horse that I'm on? I didn't well, want this to happen. He might die. I didn't want this to fucking happen with senior citizen horse or glue. Most horses are smart enough to know what to do when you fall off. And uh, more than once, I pole slid down a horse's leg because it was getting too wild. <laughs> Crazy for me. You did what? And the horse was always cool about it. It's like, go ahead and let the little kid slide down my leg. It's fine. Um, Because so- getting off of when you're like 12, like eight, because I was even 12 is too old. I was younger than that. I was like eight, seven, six range. Right. You're way up in the air. On a horse. <laughs> you feel like you have like, no control. You're like, this is nothing like the carousel. I feel like I'm on top of a mountain here. So you start to get whiskey and fall down. The only thing you do is grab his leg and slide down. You, the stirrup is above your head. The, oh, the yeah. When you're a kid. you put your foot up, they're like, just jump in that and throw your leg over. And you're like, <laughs> what am I, a rocket? <laughs> It's like the first day when you're training in wrestling, I bet. When they're like, go through the so middle what rope. What they do for kids is they bring them over to a fence and you climb on top of the fence and step onto them. At this horseback riding thing, they had one of those kind of, they had something like that, but it was like a, a platform. It was just for fat adults. <laughs> it was for every adult because apparently they had so many fucking adults Dude, fall off getting horses. on a horse, even as an adult, is not an easy thing. It looks easy to people who see people that do it every day do it. When you watch a it's Western not. or some shit like that and you see somebody like put their leg down and jump over a horse, you think that shit is going to be super it's, fucking it's easy. It's akin to the, what the U.S. Olympic team does for gymnastics. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you get that exact same feeling when you try to get your leg over a horse, and then inevitably you always end up laying on the horse. The horse is just like point. shaking its head, like this is going to be so bad. And glue the senior citizen that I'm riding. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck, dude? And this was back before I'd lost any weight or anything like that. So I'm like 300 pounds. Well, this horse is like, yeah, this, this is horse. fair. <laughs> this is fair. I get that guy. God damn it, dude. 
So yeah, that was my. Uh, so did you have any other like bullshit experiences with nature that we haven't? Well, talked see, my about? cousin used to freak out. She was the one that always got bit by the horses and fell off. I did really. I'm always I've never getting bit by a horse. I've so never you went to high school with my cousin. Uh, Christy? Were, yeah. She was okay, the one that did yeah. not do well with horses. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty good with the horses. They liked me. I liked them. Never got bit. I used to feed them apples and shit. Horses are kind of like dogs, as I understand it. They take your cues. So if yeah. you're really scared, then they're going to be like, and my guy. aunt took me out there all the time. So I was down with the horses. Like, what you do when you feed a horse is you just hold your hand very flat. You don't want your fingers sticking up. And when she explained that to me, it, Basically, you don't stick your <laughs> fucking fingers up. All my cousins, they couldn't grasp that simple subject. So they got their well, fucking fingers Why does Kitty like the horses so much more? Because they're idiots. They'll grab you by the hair and shit if they don't like you. They'll grab you by the hair, but yeah. their teeth? Horses are dickheads if they don't like you. My dad hates horses. <laughs> he so punched a horse, too. Down. He punched a horse, too. See, he told me the real story. <laughs> so wait, your dad and my dad both punched horses at one yeah, point? Yeah, my dad said he broke his hand and the horse laughed at him. <laughs> and that made more sense because I've seen a horse's skull. Oh, yeah. It's like bigger it, than it's our, not... it's as big as our torso. I, 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 I saw the Conan movie. I think your dad might have seen that movie and decided that was a way better story than when he tried to get the horse off his foot. My dad said he was something like 12 years old or some shit when he did this. So you got to yeah. imagine his little 12-year-old hand like punching this horse in the face. The horse probably bit him on the hair. <laughs> Your dad probably – that's why he shoots animals probably because that horse humiliated him. So the reason I brought up my experiences with nature and your experiences with nature is because <laughs> – I heard a story that I had to talk about with you about a guy named Dylan McWilliams. Dylan, okay. anybody named Dylan's up to no good. Typically, somebody named Dylan. Stephen has... Amy's children have proven that. <laughs> if your name is Dylan, chances are you're you're some sort of a rebel. Have or you an heard outlaw. about what Dylan did? No. Oh goodness, you need to hear the pause the story. Okay, I, mean, I, I know Amy and Steve don't care if we talk about this because Steve doesn't know what podcasts are, and Amy still, <laughs> and Amy still likes us. So. Okay, like, I love that Amy refused to unfriend us when Steve got mad that we didn't like Trump. She was like, "No, I don't like Trump either." <laughs> it's fine. Go ahead, Steve. It's fine. Dylan took off and went to Florida for spring break after he was told no. <laughs> Dude. To the point where even Alex went on Facebook and said he was out of control. <laughs> My little brother Alex says you're out of control. You are you're, definitely you're out, out of control. control. <laughs> Something has gone wrong in your life for him oh, to say. Oh, dude, his mom was so mad on Facebook. Amy was posting death threats, basically. Dude, let me be honest and say if Christopher just busted out and went like somewhere Keep like that. Keep in mind, you're I not talking no. about 18-year-old Christopher. We're talking about 16-year-old Christopher. And just left. Yeah, just they told him no specifically, and he just wasn't there the next morning. <laughs> did he have to take 30 lashes at the post when he got back? Oh, or I don't what? know what Steve did. Steve said he was going to handle it because they were like, I would call the wall. And Steve was like, no, it's too easy. <laughs> and you know, Steve's old school. Dude, they might have had a fucking bare knuckle fist he fight. Still, shit in he might have made him fight him. And I bought mad money on Steve in this situation. <laughs> oh, dude. Guys, my friend Steve, uh, if you've ever watched uh, Deadliest Catch, and you've ever thought, I could never, ever Steve do this be on the crab boat. <laughs> Steve is the kind of guy who would be on the crab and not just be on the crab boat. He'd be the guy throwing the hook and shit. Like Steve, Steve would be Steve the guy. Steve like broke half his organs one time and walked down our driveway two days later. <laughs> he like shattered his shoulder. Like his ruptured his, a kidney. His liver was in the wrong place or liver. some shit. Like, like his liver was in his leg. Or he some was a, shit. he was in a motocross and he was at one of those actual tracks and he took a jump that was basically one of those mountains of dirt that are as big as a house, like the poop mountain, yeah, and just lost it on the landing and his bike basically impaled him. 
Yeah, didn't break the skin, but jacked up all his organs, broke half his ribs, dislocated his shoulder, and his neck was fucked up. Like from from then forward, like and he and- was fighting the nurses the whole time because he didn't want morphine because it makes him sick to his stomach. I'm like Steve, they have stuff for your stomach they can give you with it. <laughs> and, and he went to work like the next day. Like like Steve was out Dude, of work for like a day or two, and, and he was out of work for about a week. But by day two, when he came home, the day he came home because. Our basement was the hangout place for the neighborhood. Right. Everybody would come over to hang out in our basement. For everybody who was cool. And then here comes Steve. I see him walking down. No shirt. Bandages all over everything. Pair of jeans. Lumbering down. the Like he's pissed off. Not even in pain so much as aggravated that his motorcycle's wrecked. And we're like, uh, are you supposed should, to be here? Should you be in traction or some shit right now, sir? No, they told me the story about being mad at him and forgiving him morphine. I'd be like mad as fuck if they weren't giving me morphine fast enough. Could I have a prescription for morphine, perhaps? <laughs> could, this, could there be a but drip? Yeah. Anyway, he's the one that, that Dylan had to deal with. <laughs> See, that that just tells me, like, they had one of those fucking uh, Apollo Creed's uh, Rocky moments where it was like ding, ding in the and basement. And nobody I remember got to when, see his what old, when his oldest son, who has his own kid now, when he acted up, me and Steve were tracking him down in my car, <laughs> calling the cops on him. See, I feel so gl- glad that I haven't had to deal with any of the tracking him down in my car or any of that. But Christopher's not going to do anything that requires that much effort. Well, <laughs> Christopher, the only thing Christopher did is Christopher's had, big on comfort, just like we were. He's not going to rock the system too much. Did I tell you he broke his foot? No. I did see him posting that he wants to move to California. He's he's actually got plans to move to California. Like his plan is in August to uh his friend is moving to California because his uh, dad has a or his granddad has a business or something like that. And he's gonna be like going out there to work in this business and it's like I'm pretty sure he's probably gonna be like smuggling weapons or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it, it sounds like one of those things he's gonna get out there, like they're telling him I don't know, like if it's landscape or technology <laughs> or something, but he's gonna get out there and have to start smuggling <laughs> weapons or some shit. And within a couple of years, he's gonna be like George Young from Blow or some shit. But anyway, <laughs> these are just some thoughts that I have about you know him moving to California. But hey, you gotta get out there. Snuggle <laughs> and blow, give me a call. <laughs> <laughs> the whole reason I brought up Dylan McWilliams in the first place is um just recently he got um bit by a shark while boogie boarding off the island of Kauai, Hawaii. Now it's not uncommon to get bit by sharks, but it's first off if anybody it doesn't if, happen every day, but if, yes, if it they, happens. If anybody tells me that there is a possibility of their sharks being in there, I'm not getting in that water. Depends on what kind of shark. Right. If it's a bull fucking, shark, I'm not going anywhere near a fucking bull shark. I'm not going anywhere near one tiger of the, sharks. None of those kind of sharks. Pretty much any of the bitey kind of sharks. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere towards the bitey sharks. Okay. Those two are worse than any of the other two. Bull sharks and tiger sharks are the ones that bite you the most. So getting bit by a shark is really fucking rare, right? Right. Well, way less common than, say, a car wreck. So he got bit by a shark less than a year after he got bit by a black bear. <laughs> First of all, I thought black bears were like bitch bears. Well, as long as you yelled at them loud enough, they ran away. He was camping in Boulder County, Colorado. As a matter of fact, I've seen videos pound, of house cats take out bears. He got bit by a 300-pound black bear. Okay. 300 pounds is a lot of bear. That's a lot of bear, but still, we're not talking grizzlies here where basically you have no option. If a grizzly decides it's going to eat you and you don't have a gun, you're just going to eat. <laughs> I mean, there's pretty much nothing you get. they say shit like play dead but you're at that point like what are you really going to be playing for I they, mean, if that when they, when the, they, when the you, official advice is play dead it, that's basically the way of the authorities saying you're fucked <laughs> <laughs> so just make the best of it steer into the skid baby <laughs> shake like, your yeah, pants and anywhere, dive in this anywhere happening. they have brown bears where I'm out where there's not authorities to deal with brown bears in the immediate vicinity I will be armed <laughs> 
because I am never going to be in a situation where I have a bear and I have no way of defending myself because I'm not going fisticuffs with a bear. This is not Legends of the Fall. <laughs> so before I came over here today, um, I told Nikki I had some podcast stuff to do. And typically I'll go downstairs to the man pit. I'll turn on the television, you know, let it be in the background while I'm doing podcasts. Is there a bear shit. there? No, there's no bears there. <laughs> but this afternoon, she what said. What happened to the guy with the shark? Hold on, hold on. This afternoon, she says, come out to the backyard. Hang out on the back porch with me because she was playing in her garden and shit like that. So I could hear the birds chirping and shit. And like it was all nice and it was spring and it was beautiful outside. The one thing there wasn't in my backyard, I was enjoying nature. But I wasn't somewhere where three. Cobb. That's not nature. <laughs> That's outside. <laughs> Still nature, goddamn okay. it. Okay, you had some songbirds in the area. But the thing is, is in my area in East Cobb, there's no 300 pound black bears that None. come in my backyard. <laughs> That's what I'm saying you weren't out in the if I go front out to camp, camp. If I go out to camp, I want to be in a place where there's park rangers with rifles. <laughs> That are there to protect me from the yeah, three. Generally, if I go bears. camp somewhere, it's in an area called the name starts with either state or national because <laughs> they're parks with, with armed rangers. I never go out into like the true wilderness. No, no, don't need that. And so, if I do, be heavily armed. Um, and when you say heavily armed, what do you mean? Like do you have like a Gatling gun or something no, like I'd that? Use, or? I'd have the twelve gauge. You have a shotgun with you? Yeah, twelve gauge, probably the AR fifteen, and uh, probably nine mil. You're gonna have like guns over both shoulders. Like you're gonna be no, looking like the Rambo. shotguns in the in the car, the the ARs in the tent, and the nines on me. Why would the shotgun be in the car? If there's a bear nearby, I'd want that shit like within arm's reach. No, if I'm in the tent, I want the AR. This is how you end up shooting a camper coming over to ask if they See, can if borrow. you're in the camp and you're shooting a shotgun, that's not safe. You want the shotgun for when you're out on the trails. See, you don't know nothing about nature. Because <laughs> I'm an East Cobb, like we said. Because the shotgun spreads out. So you shoot that through a tent wall, you're generally another tent right next to yours. The AR, I'm like a laser. I, I'm precisioned in with that son of a bitch. I just feel like you're going to Plus, the shooting. AR is very, very loud. It's the loudest of all the guns because of the sonic boom, and it'll scare the bear away in the first shot. Because you were talking about, again, brown bears. I'm not even going to any place like Alaska with grizzly bears because that's just a death machine. I'm not going anywhere with any of the bitey sort of bears. Uh, any sort of bitey bears? We have bitey bitey bears sh- here. There was actually a bear in Cobb County recently. Well, not on my side. No, it was in, on your side. It was in Roswell. We're in East Cobb, remember? It was in Roswell. Right. That's Fulton. Part of Roswell's <laughs> in East Cobb. No. Oh, that, where the bear was was Fulton. Okay. <laughs> Chattahoochee River Park, which is like three miles from your house. So, um, but it was a bitch ass brown bear. It wasn't even like a three hundred pound brown uh, black bear. It was a bitch ass black bear that was like one hundred and fifty pounds. So Dylan, the kind the house cat scared. Dylan McWilliams was about thirty yards off the shore when he was knocked off his board and suddenly felt a searing pain in his right leg. At first, he panics, didn't know if he'd lost half his leg or what, and he said that was the scariest part. I didn't know where the shark was, and I didn't know if he was coming after me again. He says he got bit by a six to eight foot long tiger sharp. Said he saw stripes on this thing. Started kicking the fuck out of it and then started swimming to shore. Okay. And he had <laughs> no idea. And like people are running up to the shore being like, oh my God. Oh my God. You got bit by a shark. Oh my God. But he got away from the fucking shark. Okay. This is a guy that obviously if you've gotten bit by a black bear and then you've gotten bit by a shark, maybe it's time to start staying in your fucking house. Or maybe, maybe nature's telling know. you something. Get some shark propellant or something. No, no, no. This isn't the this isn't the biggest or this isn't the only thing that he's been bitten by. Three years ago, this motherfucker got bit by a rattlesnake All right, in now, Utah. Now look, I've managed to live my whole life and not get bit by anything other than like some little shitty ass fucking shit suicide dogs. It's always <laughs> the little ones that get you. I've they never, always get you from behind, two little bitch ass dogs. Um, I've gotten bit by bugs out of nature. 
Wow. <laughs> like going out on a branch there, aren't you? <laughs> but I've never been bit by a shark. Never been bit by a shark or any kind of snake. Never been bit by a bear. Sorry, audience. That's Shane, his slack-ass computer. <laughs> never been bit by a shark. I've been in the Caribbean Ocean or the Caribbean Ocean. I've been like around fish and shit. No sharks. Because if they told me there were sharks nearby, I'd have gotten the fuck out of the water and moved on. I don't this know guy, where sharks go. <laughs> this guy bit by a shark, a snake, and a, this guy's asking for it. He's nature fucking something. hates him. Nature fucking hates. And this isn't Steve Irwin. Let's be let's be dead Does honest. Does this here. guy own like a polluting company? Is nature <laughs> seriously like trying to get vengeance? I want to know. Um, I, I want more. I want more details about this person. Uh, Dylan McWilliams is only twenty years old. I don't think he owns anything significant. What if he's the heir of a company that was a big polluter? I think you're going off on a limb here. I'm going into comic book theory. <laughs> I think you're uh, you're turning this guy into Kingpin or some shit like that. Well, he's the anti-Aquaman. <laughs> Animals are hating because he polluted the ocean. All right, guys. Sorry about that. This was a good clip, and uh, Kenny had to go and ruin it. <laughs> Talk to fish. Your mom uh, had an accident. I'll uh, take you to her. Uh-oh. Look, Wild Bill. Who was that? Some stranger. He said Donnie's mom was hurt. I didn't know if I should go with him. Well, just don't do what a stranger says. Check it out with an adult you know. Remember, a stranger can mean danger. Now I know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe! Okay, so every single weekend that we get together to record, there's always the same exact process. I call Kenny right around 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, and say, hey, I'm going to be over there at about five, maybe six, somewhere in there. That was me opening a Monster Extreme. Uh, it looks like a Monster Max with two X's. Okay, it's a Monster Max. Shut the fuck up. Which I believe was the name of our dog. Does it taste like Max? Which I, is I never tasted it Max. <laughs> I don't know about you. Well, What are you I mean, doing with Max when you gave him a bath? <laughs> I was washing his hairy ass. What are you doing? So... I call Kenny today at about four o'clock. I leave my house and I had a couple of errands I had to run on the way out. So I was like, okay, I'll get this shit done and I'll call Kenny. And I call him, I get no answer. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I go run one of my errands. I had to get a watch battery and shit. So get done doing that. And I, then I fucking call Kenny. He has a battery watch anymore. Shut up, Kenny. So anyway, I have three watches. None of them have batteries. Okay. What, what do they run on? Well, one's solar. And nobody knows it's solar, too, because it's a traditional watch. But the uh-huh. whole face is a solar panel. That's awesome. It is awesome. It's a, it's a, a Seikyo. I like Seikyo's. I've got two Seikyo's. I think you mean Seiko? Dude, you pronounce it how you want to. I'll pronounce it how I want to. Neither one of us are goddamn fucking Singaporean. Okay. So you have two Seiko watches. The other one's kinetic. I have one that's a kinetic one, and I have three of them that have batteries. And technically, yes, my, my uh, phone-connected watch, my Samsung smartwatch. Technically has a battery, but you just plug it up every night. And so, I don't wear it very often because those things are bulky. Listen, we don't need to talk about your watches or watch batteries or anything like that. So I call Ken- I'll call Kenny today at like 4 o'clock. No answer. Call Kenny back two more times after I get done getting a watch battery. No answer. I send him a fucking Facebook message. I'm like, okay, we're supposed to record today. Where the fuck are you? And I get this message like 10 minutes later going, sleeping off a hangover. And that's it. That's all I get. I'm like... What the fuck you mean you're sleeping off a hangover? What what happened last night? He was like, I drank every bit of scotch I had in the house. Yeah, it was rough. And then I want you to pick up the story here and kind of explain to me why I got this lazy ass message at like 445 that you were just waking up with a hangover. Why are you going to frame it in so negative a way? 
I'm just saying. Why, what is, why is everything based on how it affects you? Because that's exactly because the podcast is literally about you, you and I. You start this whole wonderful story on the very end of how it and how the beginning of the story is how it affects Shane. I want to point that out to all the listeners. The beginning of the story is how Shane's affected by this story. I like that. Telling. Take notes. You should take notes. <laughs> And make sure that you always take my feelings into account, sir. Yeah, well, Shane was not involved in this lovely story. I wouldn't uh, want to be involved in just, this story. Of course, I wouldn't be involved in this story. I'm a married man now. I'm chest. Shut up, motherfucker. <laughs> Fucking jealous ass. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, for the men out there, high five. Um, less than 10 hours ago, I, had, I uh, had relations with a pretty young lady that works at the Cheetah. And uh, what is the Cheetah? It's a strip club in Atlanta. It's like the... It's the high-end white strip club. <laughs> I mean, Magic City is where the black strip club is, but those girls, that's like a whole different kind of stripping. That's like athletic stripping where, like, bitches be hanging from the ceiling by their ankles after they climb to the ceiling with the pole. It's like, what the fuck? That's it's, not even about being sexual. That's just impressive. <laughs> it's not the and, Sopranos and, kind of stripping. And twerking while hanging from the fucking I was ceiling. Say, it's, not the, it's not like the Sopranos, kind of like every now and then you use the pole kind of thing. No, no, no. no. They're doing like athletic shit. Like shit that makes me be like, holy fuck. Uh, so how did you end up with right, a stripper? So uh, my cousin was over and we were drinking. And hanging out. Your cousin Soul Patch. Soul Patch, as Shane calls him, which is not a bad name. He hasn't had a Soul Patch in a long time, but it's stuck. But he had a Soul Patch at one point, and when I saw him, I was like, dude, nobody has a Soul Patch in the entire world that I know, so you are Soul Patch. Yeah, you are Soul Patch. So he was over here, and she's friends with him. I've, met, I've known her for a while. She's a cool cool young lady. Half my age, of course. Because <sighs> I don't do age-appropriate dating. Because you're weird. Well, when I was gross. a teenager, I was dating people's moms, and now I'm dating people's kids. <laughs> I feel like you've always been fucking confused about how old the people you're with Maybe are Maybe I'm just to be. bored with people like me, and I want somebody different. Maybe that's it. It's also why I tend to hit the uh, the racial bracket pretty, pretty widely. <laughs> I have no preference. I like everybody. Okay, so we don't, we don't need to go through your dating history here. How'd you end up sleeping hey, with me? I'm a little tired, okay? Okay. Little, little wound up. So, anyway, my cousin starts showing early signs of pass out itis. Which, for anybody listening who doesn't know, is when you're hanging out and like somebody gets really quiet and they set their phone oh, down. It, he on was really yak, and it was only a matter of time before he yak. We're drinking liquor. So, and you guys were all drinking scotch together. I was drinking scotch. They were drinking uh, first uh, uh, Fireball? Jack Daniels. Oh, no, Fireball's God. not allowed in my fucking house. <laughs> Are you fucking, if you show up here with Fireball, I'll fight you. <laughs> Let the, when I think of Fireball. Apple fucking vodka, any of that bullshit. You show up here with some flavored ass liquor, and I'm going to hit you with that fucking bottle. The only time flavored liquor is okay. The only thing that you endanger your life more to bring to my house than flavored liquor is if you went and made some of those goddamn cauliflower fucking fake buffalo wings and i'm biting to what i think is a juicy buffalo wing and it's a cauliflower i'm fighting every motherfucker there <laughs> when did you have cauliflower buffalo i just wings? saw him on the on the on facebook and immediately got angry <laughs> i was like that that's, is not cool that is not cool that's some goddamn bullshit let's bring up a tangent here I've, i haven't heard of the, of the cauliflower buffalo wings Dude, I, they look just like boneless wings and they were fucking cauliflower and that's just i'm telling you right now if I bite into what I think is a fucking buffalo wing and it's a piece of cauliflower, somebody's jaw's getting jacked. 
You ain't going to eat none of that cauliflower. Oh, my God, I'm going to bust that mouth. Oh, so dude. anyway, back to the story. Hold on. I, 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 can you send me the recipe? Because I really want to come over here with some buffalo wings one day and mix in like a few real buffalo wings along with the cauliflower. <laughs> you don't want to do that. I'm telling you. I'm trying to explain to you you're putting yourself in a violent situation. I can only imagine. I would record it for fucking YouTube. Dude, just I'm pretty sure I'd get face. off in court, too. They'd be like, well, you did give him a piece of fucking cauliflower designed disguised as a wing. We ought to put you in jail. I'm telling you, dude, I'm doing it. That's fucking. That, that's so, going to be our first YouTube video. A little bit of backstory. Chick has been coming around. Her name. Uh, we won't use names on the show. We've, we've learned our lesson after some of our friends no longer speak to us. Yeah, after they disowned us because of some we of the things we just now got about. unblocked. And it's been like a year. So. Yeah. One of our friends who heard something that we talked about on the podcast at one point got very upset with us and literally spent a year with us blocked. And we're talking about a friend of like 20 plus years. Like since we were teenagers. So no more names. No more names. <laughs> so this young lady who is very, very nice young lady has been coming around for a while. And a couple of months ago, I started to notice little things like her asking questions like, so you know, want to know more about me. And I'm like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> play my cards right with a patience. I might be able to, uh, you know. So l- let's let's go in. Your cousin brings her over. Is this your cousin's girl? or He works like a- at the Cheetah. Oh, okay. Is- she worked at the Cheetah. At first, they were like kind of hooking up. Mm-hmm. And it just went the friend route. And it, it didn't really work out at all that way. So, so you got Soul Patch's seconds? No, he never got it. Oh. He was friend zoned. Um but he don't have a lot of friends because he's he's somewhat um, with a name like Soul Patch. You can only imagine nobody else in the universe <laughs> knows of his Soul Patch except for us. But he uh, he's got that thing from a lot of young people have where he has to exaggerate everything, and so a lot of people have a hard time. You know, I can just ignore him. He's my cousin. He's been making up bullshit his whole life, right? So and she's like that. She don't give a shit. So. But we talked about it last night after he passed out. We're like, I was like, you do know he's making all that shit up. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> so was he asleep down here while you guys were doing yeah, all this he shit? Yeah, we were in his little area next uh, over behind my apartment. Okay. In his little chill area that I let him use. It used to be my closets. Because I'm so generous. <laughs> you gave him your closets for a chill area. Yeah, well, he you. lives with his mom and my grandmother. Up in the house. Up in the rest of the compound and You can't upstairs. smoke weed or do nothing up there. You can't fucking... So I don't it's want the no to, fun zone upstairs. Yeah, basically. And my, my ex neighbor, I got a good relationship with my neighbors, but one of them is a former cop and I just don't want him outside out in the garage smoking weed. Yeah. The whole thing makes so sense. So I don't use that hallway at all. So I just, it's, it used to be our makeup room for the movie when me and Shane were making a movie. Yeah. It, the house is big enough to where there's been so like yeah, he's multiple passed staging out areas on the shit. couch. Her and I are sitting there and just talking and I'm, I'm turning up the comedy. <laughs> now, do you have any um, any Luther Vandross or anything like that in the background playing? No, we or? were listening to 90s alternative rock, actually. Oh. <coughs> so, like, Chumba Woman and shit like that Told is going all about on. Mandy and all that shit. Well, the audience doesn't know about Mandy. Go ahead and explain. We like, have talked about Mandy like 18 fucking times. Well, my saying, ex-girlfriend just a quick... dead, who was a horrible fucking alcoholic, and fucking Shane hated her. That's the brush up you need to know. That's all you, you just had to Shane said she was a succubus earlier today. <laughs> when we were talking about telling Shane the story. likes to talk bad about the dead. It's the, it's the thing he does. He was <laughs> telling me about how his uncle's going to bury himself earlier today. <laughs> we're going to get his, into my uncle. His, his uncle and aunt aren't even dead yet. And he's talking shit. <laughs> we're not going to talk about the uncle right now. This is a story about you hooking up with a stripper. Okay. So, so we go back. Her and I are drinking. Listening and, to Chumba Woman. And he, he's, 
he's kind of like still, even though he's in the friend zone, he's still a little bit too much sometimes. He's a little bit too overbearing, like overly trying to be helpful. You know how it is when you when you're like, can I get that for you? Can I get that for you? And, and oh. somebody starts to get like, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, when you're trying, when when you still really really want to hook up, and a girl puts you in the friend zone. It, all yeah, of us and, have seen it. And my cousin has hooked up with a lot of other girls in the last few months. So it's not like this is his only shot because soul patch, you know, you and I can talk shit all we want, but he's not fat. <laughs> so, right. and you know, that goes a long way. Uh, tall guy, um, tall, not fat guy, not very clever, but whatever. And, uh, um, do you have a crush on your cousin? I'm just curious here. I'm just giving the, dude, this is called building a universe. Okay. Jesus. Are you new? <laughs> so you have this crush on your cousin. And no, I do bro- not have a crush on my cousin, Shane. <laughs> I'm not the one that comes from that kind of family. <laughs> hey, man. I'm married into that family, okay? Okay, whatever. So. <laughs> I didn't marry into it. My dad did. So uh-huh. anyway, anyway. Yeah. So anyway. you see what he was doing, Nikki? Talking shit about your family. I'm not talking. About- no, no, no. <laughs> that is not the way I'm talking whatsoever. Nikki, if you're listening, that's not what I said. He did say that. He just fucked up. So you go to hook up with a girl. I didn't go to hook. You're fucking jumping way apart. My story. Passenger okay. seat. Passenger okay. seat. Okay. Okay. So you have a crush so on your cousin. I'm, again. <laughs> My name is not Huckabee or Smith. So <laughs> Shut your mouth, sir. <laughs> so this girl, like like I said, she's been she's been dropping little little breadcrumbs. And remember, you know. It's like strippers and daddy issues go like like butter and fucking corn on the cob, okay? It's like they're just made for each other. So I play it cool. I just keep up with her. We get to that point where everybody's getting a little giggly. Well, except for Soul Patch. He's passed out. There's always those people that you party with that have that limit. And when they get to it, some people oh, he get giggly. And we were like, and at one point, I had a good joke. I was like, oh, here we are talking about philosophy and life. Soul patch puking in the <laughs> trash can over there. She's like, yeah, it's a fits right in, doesn't it? You always know when you're dealing with an amateur when you start drinking when somebody has to puke before you get to the end of the bottle. <laughs> we weren't even close. It's sad. Yeah. So we get to the point where she's like, she gives me the look and says, I need to lay down. And at that point, you like, I have crossed the finish line. No, you have a cross the finish line. Yeah, because no, you can still it's, it's, say it's, no. no. You can fuck it up if you're fucking stupid. I was about to say, you can say something at this stupid. Point. I'm like fucking, I'm going to Top Gun if it comes up, okay? I'm fucking, I know what I'm doing. I'm a fat guy that scores. So, <laughs> so we, hit saying, the, we get to the bedroom. She gets her shoes off and shit. And uh, instantly the, look, the, the butt comes back. You know the girl putting her butt back. Signal. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And you're like, oh yeah. I'm not supposed to rub my dick on that. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> we know what was happening here. So then the dry humping ensues, and and then it was very blunt. It was actually kind of nice because I was just like, so <laughs> I want to have sex with you. And she was like, well, that's perfectly okay. <laughs> and then the clothes came off, and we had sex. It wasn't the best sex um, uh, on my end because I was had a little bit of a whiskey dick. Oh, I just had to like. I was so like, you were right. pushing rope and shit. No, I wasn't pushing rope, but I had this in the back of my head. Look, nigga, you cannot fuck around <laughs> and try to turn this into some kind of marathon event because you don't know how far this is gonna, you're going to go. And you want, it can end at any time. And everybody knows rule number one is get yours. <laughs> and I'm excellent at cunnilingus, so if I need to go that route, perfectly fine. 
Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to probably have to throw in some sort of a warning at the beginning. This is going to be a gross Kenny sex story. There's nothing gross about it. Sex is a beautiful human act. Uh, well, when it, when it comes to me thinking of you having sex, it's That's, just gross. Yeah, I don't want to think of I used to have to live with you and Nikki. Y'all are loud as fuck. And it'd be like, God damn it. Go downstairs. Oh, this doesn't help at all. Now I hear the bed. Fucking loud ass fucking bed springs y'all had. I'll go outside. I hate outside. <laughs> go to Steve and Amy's house. Fucking shade and Nikki fucking afternoon sex having assholes. Hey man, I'm gonna go ahead and let you know right now. I'm not gonna apologize about how loud yeah, my sex was yeah. in my house. I heard y'all laughing after I hit the floor with the broom handle too. You guys <laughs> thought it was funny. Didn't even slow you down, you fucking assholes. Yeah, we just laughed. Hey, Steve. Kept going. What's going on? Nothing. <laughs> I want to talk about it. Shane and Nick, you're having sex again. <laughs> Fucking rude. <laughs> so you hooked up with a girl that your your cousin has a crush on. He doesn't have a crush on anymore. He's hooked up with several other girls. But you said just a second ago that he's still really overly helpful with her and shit. And he's always like, oh, he is, especially weird. if he's drunk. But I mean, you know, everybody's trying to get a piece, especially when you're on alcohol and fucking been up all night. Fucking human nature. You have balls. Your brawls trying to take over at times. Um, I just feel like I'm sure he has no idea either because we came back in there and he was still just passed out on the couch. Are you going to tell him at any point that you banged her? If he asks, I'll tell him. But I ain't going to bring it up. I mean, <laughs> hey, you know that girl you used to have a crush one on. One of those things she said what all girls say in the beginning. Is that stay between us? <laughs> Not the whole podcast community or anything. Sorry. Well, I mean, you did tell her that you had a podcast. So chances are she's listening to the story right now in her car going, well, not right now. This guy takes you fucking forever to release a goddamn episode. By the time she gets it out, she'll be fucking like 32. (laughs) She'll she'll be moody. Do you have any fear that maybe, maybe this is something that you might do with a lot of different people? Like what if she has a few friends? So if it was a dude, would that matter? About, it if some guy matter. told you he got laid, would you be like, do you just get laid with a lot of girls? Mm-hmm. Or are you just a chauvinist? I'm not a chauvinist. You I'm sound kind so- of chauvinistic right now. When I you're, don't you're, sound chauvinistic. I don't think it's any of my business or your business to question who she has sex with and who she doesn't. Well, that's what I'm saying is like, d- d- did you use protection? What do you define protection? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> what do you I mean, mean define protection? I didn't nut in her. <laughs> Oh my god, dude. She's only really? 20. She can't she hasn't had enough time to get dirty yet. She might have young AIDS. You don't know. <laughs> AIDS isn't even a big thing anymore. <laughs> as long as you don't have hepatitis C, I'm good. So you're saying you're perfectly fine. I can get a check from the government if I catch AIDS. <laughs> what the fuck is happening here, dude? I mean it's not like I'm digging my own grave. <laughs> so today I told Kenny on the way over here. Um I'm laying here in hangover bliss. Because, uh, you know, like six hours ago, I was just having sex with somebody half my age, which is a beautiful fucking thing. I get all the reason those women wanted to fuck me when I was a teenager now. <laughs> <laughs> so I call Kenny and I'm like, hey, man. Um, like I thought I was going to have to get a shoehorn. You're not that big, dude. You're, you're, <laughs> not that small either. <laughs> I've never claimed to have. Uh, an overly large penis, but I have been told by almost every girl that's ever seen. Let me it stop you right here. That it's a. Let me just stop you right pretty there. Pretty penis. I don't need to know I about your a, penis. I have a beautiful penis. <laughs> to <laughs> quote one girl, and Mandy hated me. And to quote Mandy, if you were to look at an anatomy book, that's what it looks like. <laughs> I thought my whole life they were lying, and now I've seen yours and known there was at least one that had those right proportions. Look, I know. I, I'm 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 basically awestruck right now. Going this, 
You you sit around with girls and talk about like the way it looks and stuff like that, like the appearance of your. They bring it up, not me. It's striking. <laughs> it's like if you see a black stallion, you're gonna talk about it. Is that what you call the it? ripping muscles? Is that what you call it? The stallion, <laughs> the beautiful mane, because they do a little Hitler cut. You do the what cut now? It's the Hitler. <laughs> the stripe down the middle, so it makes it look like he has a hat on. <laughs> I don't know if I want to go further with this or if I just want to stop this recording every right now here. Then, Jesus. Every now and then when I'm feeling extra hip-hop-y, I put fade lines on the side of it. <laughs> so my <laughs> penis has a fro with fade lines. You ever cut angry eyebrows into the uh, hair or anything no, like that? No, nobody wants to suck something that's angry. <laughs> That'd be great if you had angry eyebrows and while she's down there. She's like, it looks like the it's fuck? mad. <laughs> the fuck? It looks like it's mad at me. So, yeah, that was uh, kind of worn out, <laughs> in case you guys haven't noticed. Well, thank you, Kenny, for telling your gross sex story and telling us more about your penis. My penis is beautiful. So say goodnight to the bad guy. That's it for Now That I'm Older this week, guys. Thank you so much for checking out the show. You can find us online, nowthatimolder.com, Facebook, Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. You can also find us on Twitter and Gmail, but it's at NTIOPod. Check back next Thursday for a brand new episode. And as always, getting older sucks, but can be awesome at the same time. Have a great week. I whipped the shit out of her too. That's enough for this week, dude. We, we gotta go. <laughs> Any party thoughts? Yeah, you tune somebody up with a cat and nine tails. You don't just start whacking the shit out of them. Remember, my sentimental friend, that a heart is not judged by how much you love, but by how much you are loved by others.